Welcome to episode three of the Manage to Society podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Bagley. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing out there? Hope everything is great and grand and wonderful. Um, welcome to this weekly installment of my podcast. And I just, again, want to thank everybody for checking this out. Now, today, we're just going to continue on talking about all the crazy things going on in the world and see if we can make any sense of it. So, that's pretty much the prerogative for today's episode. Um, as If anybody listened to the last episode, you could see that I got all of my picks completely wrong for the uh, championship games <laughs> and uh, divisional games. All but the Lions, I think. But, you know, whoop-de-doo, congrats to the Chiefs and the 49ers, yay! Yay, so exciting. You know, much rather have Detroit in the Super Bowl or Baltimore. Pretty much just uh, anything other than those two teams, even though I really got nothing against San Francisco. Uh, shout out Christian McCaffrey. He's, he's a baller. But, um, yeah, speaking of the Chiefs and, you know, the wonderful power couple of uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, I stumbled across this conspiracy now. Might sound a little wonky, might not. But if we remember, um, Pfizer, you know, gave Travis Kelsey an endorsement, an advertisement deal worth twenty million. And you know, then him and Taylor Swift start dating, and we all know that she's an industry plant that will one thousand percent certainly be used during this election cycle. So, here's the deal. I also read that the Pentagon floated the idea between NATO about using Taylor Swift as a marketing campaign for the election to sigh off the American public. Um, so it's just very interesting that, you know, Travis Kelsey gets paid by probably the most evil pharmaceutical company besides Purdue to run campaigns for them and, you know, all that wonderful vaccination bullshit that is actually not very effective. But, um, and then he and Taylor start dating and then, you know, there's so much media coverage on them. It's kind of just like you're being force-fed Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift stuff. Now, conspiracy aside, I have zero against either of these two. They look to be in a happy relationship. And, you know, I'm not one of those people that are like, Ew, get this bitch off the screen. This is football, blah. No, I care less. I think it's dope as hell that she's at the games and supporting him. And that, you know, they're kind and loving. But... It would be very mistaken to not think that there is a clear objective behind all of this rolling into the election year. And it's no coincidence that, you know, oh, the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Woohoo. And so we're going to get force fed that. And then we're going to have all the Super Bowl advertisements, all that stuff. So I'm going to guess the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. And then they're going to go to the White House. And then they're going to meet Biden and endorse him. And that's going to kick off the you know, election campaign for the rest of the year. And I know Taylor Swift has multiple dates of her tour at the end of the year before the election in a bunch of swing states. So 100% she's going to be used for um, political propaganda. So it's just interesting to see how this would play out. I think that, you know, this might be a massive uh, government psyop or, you know, PR stunt just for, you know political reasons 
But if if it's not, then well, that's cool. Then and I'm happy that they're happy, and it's cool to see people that supportive of each other, and you know, it's cool to see people caring that much about what the fuck the others are doing. Because I think he's always at her stuff and she's always at his stuff. So you know, hey, that's goals. <laughs> um, but yeah, on the other hand. We recently had three U.S. service members that were killed. They'll say it happened over in Georgia, but really it was a unrecognized military base in Syria that got attacked by a drone. I believe it was from either Iran, I believe, yeah. And, you know, Biden's on the news saying, Ooh, you guys are going to fucking pay. Well, hey, buddy, guess what? These service members wouldn't be dead if we weren't fucking in Syria or Jordan, and if we were minding our own fucking business, this shit wouldn't happen. Just like that shit wouldn't happen with the Afghan withdrawal if we were minding our business. People wouldn't have died. We had no reason to be there, and then we performed a sloppy withdrawal. And people died because of that. So, yeah. These fucking dumbass government officials uh, quickly get us into these situations, and it's a sad shame that, you know, people are dying, and our service members are dying, I have a lot of respect for them, but these shit wouldn't happen if we were mind our fucking business, and wouldn't try to participate in endless fucking wars, and usually it's for no other real reason than either shipping lanes, oil, resources, or just money, because, you know, I'm starting to think that everything is either shipping lanes, or just big old money laundering scheme, um, also would help if we weren't trying to be an empire disguised as a capitalist nation. But that's besides the point. Uh, one day the, we're going to get our asses kicked. And, you know, hopefully we'll learn that day. But I doubt it because these idiots just clamor for war any chance they can get. Like we have fucking dipshit Lindsey Graham warmongering and, you know, Lockheed Martin and Raythcon's favorite person in the world. First, he said, well, let's, we need to attack Russia. Fuck this. We need to go nuclear. And then he said, well, we need to attack Hamas. Fuck this. We need to show them what's up. And then this Iran stuff happens, and now he's saying, well, fuck this. We need to go attack Iran. Yes, let's fucking, let's really go attack all these nuclear places. That's such the best idea ever, you know. Instead of just minding our own business and building our own country up. Like, I don't know how people don't see at this point that, you know, a good, I would say 75 to 80, and that's being generous, percent of our conflicts around the world are because of us. And because of stupid shit that we've done, like coup attempts, uh, revolutions, all this sorts of stuff. Like, we can't just mind our own fucking business as a country. And that's why all these fucking countries hate us. But we want to point the finger at them and act like we don't do nothing wrong. Now, I'm not saying these countries are in the wrong. I'm just saying, hey, it's both ways. And I don't want to hear shit about patriotism either because I am a patriot. But it also takes patriot to realize when your country's being fucked up too. Which is a good segue into the southern border. Now, as you know, um, Governor Abbott from Texas... And President Biden are having a nice ongoing rift over border security. See, the federal government isn't doing a fucking thing to protect the border, which is letting in a massive amount of immigrants, record-breaking numbers, per month. So, Governor Abbott said, hey, if you're not going to do nothing, I am. 
So then he activated his National Guard and, you know, took over some of the ports down there and some of the waterways where the Border Patrol just lets people come in. And then Biden tells him that he's going to stop that and he's not listening, which he shouldn't because, hey, America first, the president's going to be fucking lousy. You got to turn to the state. And I'm from the lines of thinking that uh, you got every right to protect your state and protect your citizens if the government isn't going to. And then they had the Supreme Court rule that, you know, you, oh, it was unlawful, blah, blah, blah. And Abbott's saying, fuck you, Supreme Court. Fuck you, Biden. Which is nice. Because it's nice to have at least one governor and technically 25 governors now from Republican states actually give a fuck about the mass invasion of immigrants coming into the country. And it's crazy how quick President Biden tried to take down all the uh, barriers in Texas, but how long it took for him to shoot down that spy plane. Hmm. I'm telling you, these people don't have your best interests at heart. And this isn't a pro-right or pro-left thing. Like, we're bought and sold. And currently, we're having all these immigrants come in from the South that are just going to cause problems. Now, I have no problem with people here legally and legal immigrants. And I do agree that, you know, I think our system takes a little too long. But they should work on maybe fixing that. Not just letting people flow in without vetting them. When we have so many problems going on with all these other countries. And then allowing thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people to come in. When they could be from those countries. That does not sound like a recipe for success. That sounds like a recipe for uh, terrorism. And yeah, we don't need any more of that. <laughs> so maybe let's get this border under control. I know... Governor Abbott is putting up his own laws now, which, hell yeah, I'm all for that. That's pretty cool. Uh, but come on, government. Let's get our shit together and, you know, let's fucking protect our country. If we can shell out all these fucking millions of dollars to Ukraine, Israel, and every other place in this fucking world, I'm sure we could take a couple billion into fixing our infrastructure at the borders or improving them. Or, you know, the um, people in power could just sit down and have a concise plan about how to maybe fix the immigration policy in the first place to make it a little more lenient time-wise, but also properly vet these people. Well, that's just my opinion. I'm not a politician. So, yeah. All I know is that you got uh, Senator Fetterman who's one of the most progressive Democrats, saying that, hell, I don't know how people are ignoring this border problem. So, um, if he's saying it, and he's one of the most outspoken progressive people, that should bring some alarms. But I digress. Now, let's talk about something I find pretty cool. One of my favorite comedians, Shane Gillis, just got sponsored or partnershiped with Bud Light. As you guys remember, that whole controversial shit from a couple years ago, with the trans stuff, I think that it's pretty cool and a pretty good PR move by Bud Light to add someone that is equally as controversial on the other side. But shout out to Shane Gillis, one of the funniest comedians on earth, one of the current goats. Shout out to him, shout out to Matt McCusker, shout out to War Mode. Um, yeah, anyway, 
that's a pretty cool move by Bud Light to do that. At least it's showing inclusiveness on both sides. So maybe people will calm the fuck down. Either way, congrats to that. And congrats to Shane. Back to politics. Uh, we saw that Trump lost his trial to that uh, Carol Jean, whatever the fuck her dumb name is. Um, that's the biggest sham in the world, by the way. Like, they wouldn't allow him to add any evidence, any interviews, any experts to that trial. And then they hit him with the $83 million thing. And now this girl has been bragging about how much she loves the Biden campaign and how much she wants to donate. And even said in a previous interview that, like, rape was one of her fantasies. And then her actual accusation against Trump was literally that of a Law & Order episode. Now, should be said without being said, rape is not really a joke. But come on, this girl is pretty suspicious, and it's clear between Trump's civil cases, they're trying their fucking best to do the same goddamn thing they did to Alex Jones. Shut him up and remove him. Because there was really no deliberation by the jurors, I think it was maybe like two hours. And they wouldn't allow forensic people. They wouldn't allow experts. They wouldn't allow evidence to be introduced. And they just threw him a guilty and a liable. And now he owes $83 million. That doesn't really seem like a fair trial to me. Now granted, if we actually did it, hell yeah, deserves to pay that money. But with just how everything's going on and all these magical court cases popping up left and right against him to silence him and take him out of the election. I think it's fair to be pretty skeptical about what's real and what's not real. And it's clear that whether you're on the right side or the left side, both sides will use whatever power they can to get rid of you. Especially because like, he was never found guilty of the actual rape itself. He was only found guilty of defamation and had to pay $83 million. Now, which is weird, is is it technically defamation if you were never actually guilty or proven guilty of it? So, saying she's a lying bitch isn't really defamation because he wasn't guilty of the said crime or found guilty of the said crime. So, I don't know. The whole thing's a fucking joke. I know the... Uh, one girl down in uh, Georgia, Fannie Williams or whatever, is in a lot of trouble because it turns out she has been illegally using grant money to fund the special prosecutor who she also happens to be sleeping with the entire time. Now, she said initially, well, there's no conflict of interest. This all started before or after he was appointed. And the guy comes out and says, this bitch is lying. This is like happened well after the fact. That she assigned me to this case. So there's a clear clear conflict of interest right there. And will they do anything about it? Nope. Because it's Democrats. Um, so I mean they're just trying to railroad Trump. Because they're actually frightened about what's going to happen. Because they know that fucking vegetable retard Joe Biden. Uh, won't survive another term. I mean mentally he's not even surviving on the day to day. Without mass amounts of amphetamines. Just to make him go up on the stage. And bumble around like a Roomba. But 
It is what it is. They're just trying every possible outcome to make sure that Trump is nowhere near the office again with all these flimsy-ass lawsuits. And like I said, I'm not a Trump supporter. Like, I'm not going to probably vote for him. I'm going to vote for RFK Jr. Say that every episode just so people don't get it fucked up. But the point is the point. It's very clear that they're just trying to get anything they possibly can to stick on him because they fear him. And they fear that they'll have to lose their corrupt power. Because, you know, there's too much money to be made with the people we have in office right now. I mean, we got the Ukraine situation going on. We got the Iran situation going on. We got the Israel situation going on. There's too much money to be made overseas for someone to come in and actually stop all that shit. So they're just trying everything. Um, I mean, whether that be the Democrats or whether that be the Republicans themselves. Hence why Nikki Haley is still fucking in the race. She has no shot of winning at all. She clearly idolizes Hillary Clinton, flip-flops about everything under the sun, but claims to be a Republican. No, just drop out, Nikki. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you. You're a dumb bitch. You're a warmongering sack of shit. What else is going on, though? i seen that Joe Rogan recently just got a new, brand new Spotify deal worth uh, $250 million. And his podcast isn't exclusive to Spotify anymore. Now, they initially gave him like a hundred to two hundred million dollar deal a couple years ago, but it was just exclusively to Spotify. So, round of applause to Joe Rogan. He will never, ever, ever listen to any of my stuff, and uh, I don't even know why I care because I'm never going to see a million dollars probably or any money from this podcast. But, but nonetheless, it's still cool to see him prevail and to see what he has built. Because it all started in 2009 with just some buddies, and now it's like one of the biggest media things in the world. And it's just chucking along, despite num- numerous cancel attempts, despite all the bullshit. At the end of the day, they can't really bring him down. And that's good. It's good for free speech. And, you know, if you don't like that, well, sorry about your fucking luck, but last time I checked, this is America, and we can say what we want. Now, does that mean some of it will be rude? Yes. Does it mean you should get punched in the face for some of what you say? Yes. But you should still be able to say whatever you want. There shouldn't be a censorship. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've always belonged to the school of thought that yeah, you can say what you want, but someone's going to pop you in the mouth sometime. And, you know, when you pop off at the mouth, that's just a risk you accept. But I don't believe in censorship. I don't believe in all these tech companies trying to say, you can't say whatever this, you can't say that, you can't talk about this, you can't talk about stuff that happened uh, 80 years ago, wink, wink. You can't talk about uh, certain places being uh, very mean to other places, wink, wink, in the Middle East. You can't talk about a certain illness that recently escaped from a laboratory that is pretty well known now that was very much discredited over only a couple years ago. Wink, wink. And you can't certainly talk about, you know, a certain vaccine that, you know, isn't really effective as they said it was and they led people to believe. Wink, wink. And they said that it was perfectly safe and fine, but only did tests on humanized mice. Wink, wink. But yeah, I believe you should be able to say whatever you want, you know. Um, You should be more mindful, maybe. But um, the facts are the facts. should be allowed to talk about things. I don't think that uh, 
you know, banning such things is helpful at all because that's just more control that you're giving the powers that shouldn't be over you. Now, I can say what I want on my podcast. Now, if people want to listen, that's their prerogative. If they don't want to listen, that's cool. We'll go about the day. Just like, like right now when I'm going to say, hey, remember when they said, trust the science. Okay, which science should I have trusted? Y'all back then or y'all now? Because your science right now is showing that your science before was complete and utter bullshit. So how do you want people to trust the science when you guys can't even get it fucking right? You dumb fucks. Now, I'm not pretending I'm a scientist. But, hey. Maybe everybody should pump the brakes a little bit and question things for themselves. And make their own decisions instead of falling into a hive-like mindset. And, you know, maybe not jump right onto getting experimental things put in their body that they have no idea what can cause because what so far has been caused whether this is related or not there's been an uptick in autism there's been an uptick in heart failures there's been an uptick in heart inflammation there's been an uptick in sudden deaths there's been an uptick in deaths amongst teenagers and healthy people there's been an uptick with SIDS and infants there's been an uptick in infertility there's been an uptick in just about everything and now there's been an uptick in cancer so much that Pfizer itself had went and said that now there's going to be super cancers. Super cancers, guys. And now they're investing in that. Now you tell me, why is the same company that pushed a half-assed vaccine buying out a company that is solely pretty much on the market for heart inflammation stuff, and now they're shifting their focus to cancers and super cancers? Guys, come on now. I know we want to have a little faith in the scientists, and I know we want to have faith in the government that they won't do anything fucked up, but go look at the Tuskegee Project. Go look at that. Go look what they did to African Americans back in the 30s. Gave them a bunch of syphilis, told them, hey, we're going to run these uh, vaccines on you, and don't worry, guys, we're going to take care of you if anything happens for life. Guess what? They tricked them into getting syphilis and then didn't take care of any of them. Uh, Go see what Bill Gates did down to the people in India. You know, these people will take risks and they backfire a lot of the time. But, you know, some of it's malicious, some of it's not. But even if it's not malicious, you should at least come out and own up to it. And that's the problem I have with these pharmaceutical companies is when they fuck up, they don't own up to it. But if any other company or any other corporation fucks up, they have to own up to it. These guys just to get to skate by. And part of it, I will say, was because of Donald Trump, because he signed Warp Speed into law, which pretty much bypassed FDA testing protocols, bypassed the experimentations, and gave them an emergency label for use, while also protecting these said companies from being sued down the line. So yes, now, like I said, I am not married to the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, Obviously, I just said Trump's a big part of the problem for these vaccines because he rushed the fuck out of them. Now, he's got to take responsibility for that. But, you know, it is what it is. If you fuck up, own up. Now, that's just the fucking facts. Don't come at me, MAGA country. Because, you know, I don't even hate your guy. I'm just saying, warp speed, if you look into it, 
They probably should have slowed that motherfucker down and ran a few more tests before ruling that shit out. Or stripped them of their ability not to be sued. Because there's a lot of people getting fucked up that, you know, aren't able to get any compensation for it. And that's pretty fucked. But with that said, I would still take Trump over Biden any day of the year. Any day of the year. This country fucking sucks. They're letting everybody fucking in. They're letting fucking people... Just now, New York, that dumbass prosecutor that's uh, trying to prosecute Trump, just let fucking four or five refugee hoodlums get off the case after beating some New York City police up. No bail, no nothing. They're not even here legally. They didn't deport them. They just let them go free. Joe Biden's America, welcome to it. But he's got such a problem with what's going on down at the border in Texas and what Abbott's doing. Okay, makes sense. At least somebody's doing something. Now, I believe that uh, today marks the uh, year anniversary of the East Palestine train derailment. You guys remember that, right? That fucking clusterfuck where they uh, train derailed and put a bunch of toxic chemicals into the atmosphere that uh, President Joe Biden has still not went and saw a year later. Still hasn't went and saw. He can go to uh, pretty much every other country in the world, but he still can't uh, come to see East Palestine. A year later, guys. That really shows you how much he cares about the uh, citizens of this fine country. What a piece of shit, President. I can't say it enough. And I say it a lot, but what a fucking pile of shit. You can go to all these places, but you can't come check out uh, probably one of the worst train derailments in uh, modern history. Because you're so fucking busy, yet you're on vacation for about 40 to 50% of your presidency. You know? Too busy hanging out in Delaware. Too busy hanging out at Camp David. Too busy at the beach. Can't go bother to check on some citizens. And, you know, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, well. Anyway, let's talk about something else. Uh, Vince McMahon. Y'all know him, right? Vince McMahon. You know, big old powerful name in the wrestling industry. Boy, oh boy, he is getting himself into a lot of trouble. And there's a lot of wrestlers starting to go down with him. Which is pretty crazy. But apparently, people have had enough of Vince McMahon and are coming forward with some pretty serious allegations. So much that they sold the WWE and they scrubbed him from the company. Now, imagine how much you gotta fuck up to be scrubbed from the company that you helped create. Yeah. So, yeah, everything's getting a little crazy, and I can't wait to actually uh, dig more deep into this on the following episodes of this podcast. But it is not looking very good for him and a couple wrestlers, Brock Lesnar, um, don't really know what's going on with that. I don't want to make any, uh, assumptions, but it's not looking too good. We all know Vince is kind of a pervert, though, and would dog the divas and humili- humiliate them, whether it was for TV or not. So, none of this stuff is really surprising to me. Like, I know he plays a character on TV, But I've watched enough documentaries and wrestling stuff to really uh, see, like, you know, 
no one's that good at playing a bad guy unless they are actually a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? But some of these allegations are pretty shocking and um, really wouldn't surprise me because there's been multiple accusations over the years. But there's quite a few um, divas that have came forward to say that he has inflicted psychological torture and physical violence while making depraved sexual demands for their employment. Now, and it just doesn't stop with girls. There's a guy named Pat Patterson who was in charge of the developmental stuff over the years who recently came out as gay. Now, if we look over the years, there has been several superstars saying that they have been pressured into performing sexual acts on him or with him for a better roster spot. And everybody blew it under the rug because they said, well, Pat Patterson's not gay. Well, then he came out as being gay. So that certainly adds a lot of validity to a lot of those claims. So I think there's going to be a lot of names going down. And I don't think it's going to be very good for the brand. And it's probably best that they sold it. And hopefully TKO, uh, who now owns it, runs it a lot better and holds people accountable. But anyway, Vincent Man is under uh, federal investigation for sexual assault and sex trafficking, among the other things I've said. So, yeah. Does not look too great. Hopefully everything gets worked out. And, you know, people are compensated for what they had to go through. Or at least are heard. Now, um, to lighten the mood with something I recently uh, read, Chuck Schumer, why is your fucking punk ass, motherfucking bitch ass trying to ban Zen's? Like, it's just nicotine in a pouch. You know? A lot more harmful things out there than nicotine in a pouch. A lot more better things you could do with your influence than trying to ban nicotine in a pouch. Like, come on now. You little shysty bastard. You pump all these pharmaceutical bullshit products, but now you want to ban Zens. Doesn't make any sense. The competitor must have lobbied and gave you money for it. But keep your little weasel ass away from the Zens. Now, for those of you who don't know, don't look into things. Chuck Schumer, you know, the uh, heir apparent to Nancy Pelosi. Slime, dirtbag, Chuck Schumer. Did you guys know he was the same congressman that was appointed to defend the ATF when they went and burned down all those kids in Waco? Remember that? You know, just something to think on. So why don't you keep your little weasel ass away from the Zens? You've by far lobbied and advertised for way harmful things than Zen products. You Weasley Jewish Dracula looking motherfucker. But yeah, <laughs> maybe that was a little too far. I don't care. Whatever. Let it be known that there's plenty of great Jewish people out there. Um, Chuck Schumer, I don't even know if he is or isn't, but he just looks like he's fucking Dracula. I don't know. Anyway, shout out to all the good Jewish people out there. And go to hell to all the bad ones, Netanyahu. But anyway, that's a wrap up for this week's episode. I want to thank you guys for checking us out. It is greatly appreciated. And I know that these are ramblings of a madman, quote unquote. And a conspiracy theorist. And someone who's not PC. So I greatly appreciate you guys checking us out. And, uh... Yeah, I appreciate the support. Hopefully we get a little more support. Hopefully some more listeners. 
hopefully turn that into a little bit of money because I have to get a new car or put a new engine into my car and that will be like $10,200. So I'm kind of fucked. So I need to find ways to make more money other than just working. So if any of you guys want to be helpful and kind, even if it's just a couple dollars, um, my cash app tag is the uh, money sign Nick Bagley, N-I-K-B-A-G-L-E-Y, 92. And my Venmo is uh, N-I-K-B-A-G-L-E-Y underscore E-N-T. So yeah, uh, if anybody wants to be super kind and helpful and wants to throw me few dollars anything would be greatly appreciated because i really got no idea what the fuck i'm gonna do besides keep working and still never have enough to get these repairs done because you know ten thousand two hundred dollars is a lot and um i probably just have to get a new car or like a beater or something so besides just keep on working i really don't know what the fuck to do but it is nice to do these podcasts for you guys and it's nice to just get on there and vent my weekly frustrations and update you guys about what's going on in the world through my eyes. Because, um, again, these are my opinions and my viewpoints, and some of it's satirical. But uh, I'll let you guys decide that. But, yeah, uh, if any of you guys could help out, that would be greatly appreciated, whether it's actual money-wise or if it's uh, sharing my podcast, telling people to listen and get me views, because then I can um, get advertisements after a while and make money that way, too. So there's plenty of ways to help me out, and I would greatly appreciate any. Other than that, I will see you guys next week. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. God bless. Take care.